Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. If you're looking for love in this modern age, I usually go online and start swiping on Tinder. Uh, maybe you, uh, you creep somebody on Instagram, start bombing their DM. <laughs> Do I sound hip and cool or like Jim? No, no. Start bombing their DM, see if they bomb you back. (laughs) I don't know if that's a phrase. (laughs) Next thing you know, you two are bombing in the sheets. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, people still getting creative, apparently, as uh, proven here in London, Ontario over the weekend. I'm in the north end, and I was driving down Fanshawe Park Road, Highway 22 there, and uh, I noticed a sign on a lamppost. Now, Jim, we've got pictures of th- these three signs. So there was a sign on one post, and then uh, about half a kilometer later, there's another sign. Half a kilometer later, another sign. Read what the first sign says. From the guy... It's in the- on a poster board, like a homemade sign with marker. Whiteboard, black marker. From the guy in the black Honda who refuses to accept the odds. Next sign. To the girl with an unforgettable smile in this silver Honda... In brackets, head gasket. And the next sign? Hi! Smile emoji. 226-984, blah, 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 his phone number. I was I was going to say he did it the old-fashioned way, but still, even though he made the signs with cardboard and markers, yeah. he found a way to use an emoji. Yeah, I guess not technically <laughs> emoji. It's a, a it's colon like, it's with like a the, bracket. The, the old face. school, old yeah. school emoji. So a guy driving a, a black Honda is looking for a girl that he feels he had some sort of connection with driving a silver Honda. I don't know what they mean by head gasket. Like, what, I know what, what a head gasket is. Yeah, what would that be? I don't know. Maybe they're exposed on certain cars, but it's like on the end. This is what a head gasket looks like. Uh-huh. I don't know. So did she have a, a, a her head, head scoop and the- her head gasket we showed? Or, <laughs> or is that what he's looking for from the relationship? <laughs> I don't know. But he, but he's in a black Honda. She's in a silver Honda. Head gasket. You know who you are. You got a great smile, and there's a, your your head gasket is exposed. You drive a Honda. Your name's Yolanda. <laughs> and if you're looking for his anaconda, you know where to find him. G- good on him. Sure. But, you know, he does say in the first sign from the guy in the black Honda who refuses to accept the odds. Ad- accurate, because the odds of this working out are very low, right? Well, let's. we've been trying here for hours calling this phone number over and over. Let's see if, uh, if this dude's finally picking up. In more ways than one. <laughs> this is the number that was on the sign. Your call has been forwarded to a voicemail service. That has not been initialized by the customer you are calling. What? The customer you are calling is not available at this time. You're going to go to all that trouble. Yeah. Make signs. Go to Michael's. Get get some Bristol board <laughs> and some Sharpies. You're going to make these signs. You're going to post them up. You're not even going to leave a message for the person who calls you? Yeah. Like, we'd say, hey, silver Honda head gasket girl. I really thought uh, you were great and blah, blah, blah. My name's such and such, and I'd love to go out with you. Please leave a message. I'll call you back. Now, this seems a little sketchy here. Do you think that maybe, like, a buddy is pulling a prank on him? Because why would you put your your phone number in a public spot like that, just uh-huh. begging for prank calls? Like, you should have made an email address, like, desperate dude at hotmail.com. Right. You know, email me or something. 
so that he could sort through the could mess. Be. I could see. I could see when I was younger, my friends doing something like that. Oh, it'd be hilarious! <laughs> embarrass one of your buddies. Like, like they'll you could like people will put like male escort on Kijiji, and you put your buddy's name on it. Uh-huh. And next thing you know, you're getting calls from everybody. The one they they used to do back in the day. Uh, remember when you'd do graffiti on uh, bathroom stall walls for a good time? For a good time, call. Yeah. And you put your buddy's phone number down. <laughs> this could be that. It could be what's going on here, or it's just a a guy who's a hopeless romantic, and he's truly looking for Yolanda in the silver Honda. Yeah, <laughs> I, I find it. I just find it. You know, dude, love, it would be a great story to tell at their wedding. Yeah, sure, sure. It just to me, you if you look, I. Nobody wants to get picked up in traffic. You know what I mean? You're just driving. If a creepy guy looks over and smiles at you. You smile back just because you're being friendly. And then next thing you know, he puts up a couple signs. Yeah. You know, he did put himself out there. Sure. So respect. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? (laughs) No matter how creepy those shots seem to people. (laughs) The guy in the black Honda looking for the girl in the silver Honda with the great smile in the head gasket. Mm. If uh, if you know anything, if this romance, if this love story ends on a positive note, let us know about it. It's, it could be a romantic comedy somewhere down the line. Look out, Hollywood. Yeah. See Drew Barrymore in this. Starring as Yolanda in the silver <laughs> Honda. Wanna see you peacock, cock, cock, Time peacock, for sports. Cock, Devin Peacock. peacock Kawhi Leonard peacock, hasn't gone to the Lakers yet. Not yet. Hasn't gone to the Lakers. Hasn't gone to the Clippers. Hasn't gone to Toronto. And if you weren't already rooting for him to come to Toronto, there's another reason for him to come back to Toronto and for the Raptors to become instant contenders for the NBA championship because it would uh, really uh, piss off Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. Yeah, he's the he's a commentator. He's always got a hot take ready to ready to go and. This is one of his latest hot takes on the NBA. Um, I don't want a champion being in Canada again. Mm-hmm. The city of Toronto is great, but we know Canada loves its hockey. Yeah, they had their ah. good moments and all of that stuff, but uh, damn it, I want, I, want, I want the NBA champion to be an American team. I'm just going to be clear. We can't love two sports, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our hockey, so... Uh... There'd be more, there was more people in Jurassic Park than would ever be outdoor in a public park in L.A. to watch the Lakers. Because of the Raptors, Milwaukee had their own... Like, they, they copied Jurassic Park. They called it Deer Park, so they just... That doesn't like, make sense. They just ripped it off. So you got all these other teams now ripping off what the Raptors really have done here. Have started, yeah. They started a couple years ago, but dating back to Brooklyn like six years ago. All you great NBA fans... Fans in the United States didn't do that. Didn't huh? think of that one. So smart. I think a guy named Stephen A. Smith would be more down with the Canadians. Eh? <laughs> it, it, it's it's not spelt E H. It's not, not Stephen A. Smith. No. Oh, it's, it's just an initial. It's just letter A. Oh, yeah. Okay. But even before that, <laughs> during like you know during his show, he was rooting or at least betting on the Raptors. I mean, he thought they were going to win that series from what I was watching on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, he, he had lots of hot takes because at that point, it's like he, he always likes to have the hot takes and to save the controversial thing. So he knows this is going to annoy mm-hmm. all right. of Canada. His, his uh, opinions change more than a player's shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, every game it's a new it's a new hot take. It's a new pair of shorts. Now, uh, there's a lot of Canadians upset. I saw a lot of people on Twitter mad uh, that he's bashing Canada, but 
don't us Canadians say all the time we want an NHL team to be Canadian, like the, or the Stanley Cup winners to be Canadian. We always say that. Yeah, every year. and we and we follow. Oh, all the Canadian teams are out of the running for the Stanley Cup. I guess we can stop watching. It's kind of the same thing, but reverse. So yeah. why are you so mad? I don't think we ever say we like the Amer- We don't. We want a Canadian team to win because the Americans like other sports more. Than but hockey. we always go the Stanley Cup belongs in Canada. We're sick of these American teams. That's true, Jim. We yeah. do say that. Well, Stephen A. Smith, because once all the Canadian teams are eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs, we do say. Well, at least all the players uh, on the St. Louis Blues are Canadian. <laughs> Stephen yeah. A. Smith can be like, well, uh, the Raptors won, but all the players on the team are American, so we basically still want it. Are you guys making us all agree with Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, Maybe it's just different because there's only one Canadian team, and we're the underdogs. As of this moment. The Raptors are NBA champions. Like it or not, Stephen A. Smith. I don't want a champion being in Canada again. <laughs> the city of Toronto is great, but we know Canada loves its hockey. And how about this? If you're looking to get revenge on your partner after you're in a fight, why not use your credit card to tip a waiter or a waitress $5,000? Oh, my Lord. 24-year-old woman named Serena Wolf in Buffalo, New York, not far from here. Uh, she was on vacation with her boyfriend, Michael, in Florida. They got into a big argument at dinner, which I'm sure was not awkward at all <laughs> for the people sitting at the table next to them. Big argument. Michael got so angry, he stood up and he left. So Serena thought she'd get revenge. She tipped the waitress $5,000 using Michael's credit card. The meal costs $55.37, so that's, uh, if you're doing the math, a 9,000% tip. (laughs) Uh, Michael confronted Serena when he saw his credit card statement. She said, well, I didn't do, no, it wasn't me. I didn't didn't tip her $5,000. So they called the cops, got the cops involved after some interrogation. The girlfriend said, okay, yeah, I did it. I was really (laughs) mad. Uh, She was arrested. For felony grand theft. Good! She could be going to prison. The restaurant already gave the waitress $5,000, so they say they're not giving the money back. And they've also said if they were the the waitress, they wouldn't be giving the money back either. So they've asked for the money back from the waitress, and should she give it back? (sighs) I think so. If, If somebody steals your car and then gives it to a waitress, you get your car back. Right? Just because somebody typed something into an eight or into a stupid bank machine or credit card machine doesn't mean that person gets the money. She had access to that credit card. It was obviously something that they shared. She made the decision to tip $5,000. I say no. If I was the waitress, you've already. It's a $9,000 percent tip, Taz. Yeah. There's clearly something fishy going on. I think the wager should absolutely maybe she by should, law have to get Maybe it back. she's a great waitress. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought she did. I did a great job tonight. This is why on my credit card, if it's ever if if on my credit card it's over a fifteen percent tip, I get a call from the people saying there's some suspicious activity. <laughs> if it's over because there's no way you tipped over fifteen percent. Hey, uh, Mr. Kelly, uh, we've we've got a report here that you tipped eighteen percent. We just wanted to call and make sure everything was okay. My girlfriend has my credit card. <laughs> Stop! Cancel it. I I think the waitress should keep the money. 
You can't. That's an emotional roller coaster. You can't give her that money and then ask for it back. I, well, not how <laughs> tipping works. Yeah, I'm sure in her mind she already spent it. Or you know, totally. Yeah, I mean it's a dirty trick, but I. <laughs> I, you know what? She should keep the money, and the woman who put it on the credit card should have to reimburse her the five grand. Well, she may be going to jail, so <laughs> I don't know if she's going to be able to pay the cash back. No word on whether or not the couple has broken up, but one would assume. <laughs> a woman has been kicked off of a commercial flight for showing too much skin. Stunned mom of two, Harriet Osborne, 31 years old was told her partially see-through top was unsuitable as children were on the plane. So she got on the plane. She's wearing this partially see-through top. Jim is posting a picture of this right now on the FM96 Facebook fan page. Uh, what exactly did this top look like here, Jim? Okay, I'll spin this monitor around. It was yeah. pure lace, you know, uh, like it's totally Hello. see-through. Uh and Could you spin the monitor yeah, around a little yeah, more? Thank sorry. You. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's a pure lace see-through top, but and it's a deep, deep V cut that goes all the way to your belly button. But around the collar, there's about twice as much lace, uh-huh. so it's less see-through. A bit of a frill over the nipples, but it is still. You can see the nips. I if you just if you if your nose touches the screen there, Taz, you can see a nip poking through. She claims that she had tape on the nips, so you couldn't actually see nipple covers. Nipple covers and tape was involved somehow. Mm-hmm. Let me see again. <laughs> <laughs> she's an attractive woman. She almost Absolutely. looks like a model. Yeah, well, she's a makeup artist, so she's probably in the fashion scene, you know, and mm-hmm. that's a f- quite a fashionable top. Yeah. I uh, I mean, I don't really care what anybody wears on a flight. You can wear whatever you want. You can be, be topless on a flight, for all I care, but... <laughs> I can, can I see be topless what, in the studio yeah, right now? Yeah, bud. Fly free. <laughs> but uh, it is revealing. Uh-huh. I could see people disagreeing with that fashion choice. Yeah. And appara- in public? Apparently, it wasn't necessarily the, the, the people who worked for the airport that complained. It was other people on the flight that said it's far too revealing. I, uh... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Taz, stay with <laughs> Hold me. Hold on. Uh, I, you're, you're, you want attention. You know people are going to be looking at you if you're wearing that top. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to say that in this day and age? I, I, it's, it's funny because we're walking on eggshells here. Right. It's, but she's clearly got her boobs out. She's got her boobs. She's showing a ton of cleavage. You can see the lower bottom part of her boobs. You can see the top and the under. You can almost see her entire boob. Yeah. And you know people, especially guys, are going to be looking at you if you're wearing a top like that. Yeah. And curious women. Sure. Hmm. And kids. Yeah. Teenage boys. Hungry, hungry children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Infants on the plane are just going to be licking their lips. All <laughs> mm. you can eat buffet. Uh, like, I, <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Is there a dress code on plane? Anytime I go on a plane, I'm 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 putting sweats on. I'm trying to be uh, as comfortable as possible. If it was me, if I was wearing a pair of pants, okay, okay, made uh. made out of that same material. Sorry for the visual, but it's the uh, the lacy uh, covering my junk with the. Uh, you, you could almost see my full butt cheeks with the the see through mesh there, whatever that is. And somebody came over to me and said, Taz. I know you. I know you run hot, and you're probably wearing those pants to cool off a little bit. 
But uh, some of the other passengers are asking that you cover up a little bit uh, so they don't have to look at that. We're about to serve the meal. Right. <laughs> I, would, I would completely understand. Yeah. I wouldn't be offended. She said she felt cheap. The crew were horrible. The air hostess confronted me in front of the whole plane, said I wasn't allow- allowed to wear that top. It's hard to find a, a private space to talk when you're on an airplane full of people. So yeah. where else is she going to confront you? you? You take the blanket or whatever they're offering you or a shirt or a sweater and you just put it on and, and suck it up and understand the situation, I think. Now, who was complaining about it? I would assume it was either husbands who knew that their wives were going to be mad at them <laughs> on, their, on their vacations. Well, this is unacceptable. I, right, I, honey? Oh, I didn't even notice that woman with her <laughs> boobs hanging out. I, my jaded, the jaded part about me thinks that she wanted the... I, I'm only speculating, but, you know, there's... She enjoys is the she attention. Is she an Instagram influencer? Like, sure. is this an opportunity for her to get into the spotlight, maybe promote herself in a world where women would go to bat? Most people would go to bat and say she can wear whatever she wants. A lot yeah. of people. And <laughs> You think she may have orchestrated this news story she wore that top on the plane just because she wants to be a model get her, get more followers on instagram yeah possibly so she, sue she knows that they'll probably tell her to put another top on this is borderline lingerie right it's silly i mean you look great she's beautiful whatever but uh-huh. you know you know you're gonna get a ton of attention and a lot of it's gonna be negative you know if you were a single guy on that flight and she walked on you'd be thinking Please let her be sitting next to me. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe not, because i got to get up halfway through and go pee, and this is going to be real awkward. I can't get my tray table now. (laughs) And official word has just come out from the Roxodus Music Festival. They have posted this on social media, Jim. To our Roxodus family. During the past couple of months, our venue at Edenvale Airport has battled tremendous rainy weather that has impacted our ability to produce the festival. It is with a heavy heart that we announced the cancellation of the Roxodus Music Festival this year. Our team has worked tirelessly to find a solution to which the show can go on, but unfortunately, we could not make it happen this year. Our dream of producing a once-in-a-lifetime experience has been put on hold as we take the much-needed time to nurture our venue into a premier landmark in Ontario. We sincerely thank all of the artists sponsors partners and neighbors who have supported us from the very beginning the embrace from our community has meant the world to us and we hope to one day see our dream come to life information about ticket refunds will be released shortly sincere sincerely the rocks of this team hmm so they're gonna try it again it didn't work this time but they're gonna try it again yeah hold on to your tickets (laughs) hold on to your tickets they'll be valid next time yeah they really swung for the fences with uh, the bands that were supposed to play at this thing next weekend. You had uh, Kid Rock on the bill. Who else? It was crazy. When we first saw the list, we were like, wow. Nickelback was supposed to play. Leonard Skinnerd. Alice Cooper, and then Aerosmith got added. It really seemed like they just booked every single band they could. It almost seems like, you know, everybody thinks they can run a bar. 
Like, you know, when you're like 20, you're like, oh man, I could run the best bar in London, man, if I just had the money. Yeah. I think music festivals are kind of like that. Like, everybody thinks they can run a music festival, right? But it's harder than... Uh all the, it looks. all the moving parts, you know, the legal stuff you got to do, security, food, washrooms, uh, just the and then the weather work. factor. If it's outdoors, weather factor is huge. The stars really have to align for everything to go off without a hitch. Especially oh yeah, Peter a, Frampton was supposed yeah, to be there. Especially a four-day festival. Like the amount of work to put in to make a Lollapalooza North, the campsites. Yes. This would have been good. <laughs> what have been? It's a laugh so you don't cry situation here. Obviously, it's not funny for people who bought tickets. As we mentioned, some of our listeners have spent thousands of dollars on campsites and tickets to go attend this thing. We just got a message from uh, one of our listeners. This isn't good. My wife is starting chemo. We were looking forward to going so she could have a break. She's going to be very sad to hear that this concert is canceled. And we are hearing reports, you know, information about ticket refunds will be available soon. Somebody just sent us a message on Facebook, and this is from earlier. It says there's a timestamp of 12.34 p.m. So, so I don't know if this was last night when they were looking on their phone or somewhere, but they sent a screenshot of their phone. Roxidus, somewhere in the fine print somewhere, it says, All tickets are final sale. No refunds will be issued for any reason. The event will be cashless. All vendors on the festival grounds will provide goods and services using the funds loaded onto a ticket holder's RFID wristband. It's the ticket holder's responsibility to keep the wristband secure and undamaged. Anyway, it's, it's some fine... Fine print when you bought the tickets. Yeah. It says there's no refunds for any reason. Ugh. What a nightmare. Someone should go to jail. Nah, that's aggressive. But it reminds me of the fire festival. It's like people total are fire festival-esque. Yeah. Like Fire Festival was kind of funny because it was like super rich people <laughs> spending yeah. money on this. But these are these are working class uh, people who just wanted to go rock and roll, have a break from yeah from their everyday life for a weekend, see some of their favorite bands perform. Especially you know you live in Owen Sound or you live in you know somewhere around the area there. And not that much happens up there, and you get this amazing festival coming. You're pumped. All your buddies are going to buy tickets. It's right next door. What if you had to make the choice? You're like, well, we can go see the Rolling Stones, uh, or we can wait for Roxodus and go see Roxodus. Oh, let's go. We'll see all those great bands instead of going to see the Stones for one night. Yeah. How much are you kicking yourself for making that decision? It sucks. There's no question. It sucks. And fingers crossed that promoters can do the right thing here, if they're even able to. There's going to be everyone who bought tickets looking for money. The bands are going to be looking for money. All the contractors who were hired to do a job to set things up are going to be looking for money. This is going to be a complete mess, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how they deal with this situation. But it is official. Word has come down from the Roxodus Music Festival. They say it's because of the rain on the festival grounds. The show will be canceled. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.